I want to be your real estate resource. Welcome to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty. This show is dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate, and today we're lucky enough to have with us uh, Marco Basile. Uh, Marco has been in business for over a decade now, starting Rent-A-Tent 14 years ago while only in middle school. Uh, and if that wasn't enough, he started a second business, Dreamscape Designs Landscaping, before leaving high school. So going on a decade in the landscaping industry, Marco holds a certificate for design with confidence from the University of Penn State Extension, and he's also the head coach for the varsity wrestling team at the East Longmeadow High School. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about the history behind uh, Rent-A-Tent? Sure. Uh, so, I mean, like you already stated, uh, I started Rent-A-Tent 14 years ago. Uh, while I was in middle school, um, I've always considered myself to be like an opportunist. And, um, you know, I uh, saw an opportunity with a, a tent where I could make a bartering deal and, you know, get a tent for. I need more for, info, man. You got to get more specific. So you're in middle school. You yeah. own a tent or you don't own a tent? I don't what? own a tent yet. So I, I, I see an opportunity to own a tent okay. um, by putting in a little sweat equity and uh, doing some bartering. And um, I. I pretty much inherited this tent. Okay. And, um, you know, coming from a big family, we were always having, you know, parties, whatnot, just soccer parties, birthday parties and everything. And I was setting this tent up pretty much every other weekend. Yeah. Um, I saw the necessity for it at my house. And, you know, I figured that other people must have a need for this. So uh, being a young entrepreneur, I started uh, making flyers and putting the word out there to uh, friends and family. And uh, lo and behold, I started Rent the Tent, uh, you know, renting it out here and there. Um, and over the 14 years, it's just grown to uh, a pretty steady business that uh, I can be proud of. Yeah. So, I mean, talk to, I want to hear a little bit more about those early days. So you've got the tent, right? Are you setting it up for free in return for lunch? Are you, like, what do the early, early days look like? I'm curious. So the early days, um, I was pretty much setting it up for free, you know, uh, pennies on the dollar yeah. uh, just to get it out there, you know, and gain the experience and the exposure. Um, so really just like setting it up for, for family members, close friends. And, uh, you know, I'd have to have my, my dad and my uncle drive me job to job so I could go set it up. Um, you know, how big of a tent are we talking? So my first tent, original tent is a 20 by 40 tent. uh, It's a a sizable tent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It sits a hundred people comfortably. Um, so, you know, I, I find that it's the perfect size one that goes out a majority of the time, uh, for, for multiple parties in the area. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, just by myself with, uh, you know, the help of my, my father and my uncle to, to drive me around, I would, uh, go set it up for, for family and friends. And, uh, you know, as, as I grew older and I got my license and whatnot, and, uh, you know, I started advertising more, uh, just through like flyers that I would like make a couple hundred copies at the, at the middle school or the high school or whatnot, and just, uh, you know, pass out at football games and, uh, and whatnot in the parking lot. Um, you know, just trying to trying to grow my grow my name, grow grow my company. Hustling, man. Yeah. For all, so, for all those uh, young people that are that are listening, you know, you got to start somewhere. So your your first actual money in is from a family or a friend or something, I assume. I'm sorry. The first money that you actually get in for renting out out of town is just a family member or a friend or. Yeah. So I mean, originally I was doing it like fifty dollars or for nothing, you know, and. uh as I started doing it more and more, I called around to my competitors and, you know, see what they were charging. Sure. And, uh, obviously my overhead is not like theirs. So, uh, I could undercut their prices a lot. So, uh, you know, once I, 
started to really see that I had something going as far as like a business, I started like thinking more of like a like a businessman and uh, trying to get you know a, a decent profit, profit, profit for it. Yeah. Um, you know, where it's it's worth it for me, and I'm not selling myself short. Um, although I definitely am still very competitively priced compared to my competitors. Um, you know, and and I and I still try to give that excellent excellent customer service like. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, 14, 15 years old, getting my first tent job or whatnot, yeah. you know, it still excites me every time I go set up a tent. Do you still so. remember your, your first tent that was not a family member or a friend that you actually, like, from one of the flyers or from marketing that you actually picked up a real client? Um, honestly, it doesn't, like, stick, stick out, out to me. I, yeah. I've done so many parties. Yeah. Um, you know, people people could ask me, uh, you know, do you remember you did my party uh, last <laughs> year? And I was like, you got to get a little more in depth with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. cause I, 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 the volume I've been doing now, you know, over the past 14 years, it's kind of hard to keep track of them all. But, yeah, I mean. What are the services that have evolved? I'm assuming, obviously, you have more than just a, uh, a 20-foot tent to offer at this point. Yeah, so o- over the years, um, I really just uh, – you know, each year I try to, to, to get more inventory. Okay. Um, so now I have 14 different size tents, um, multiple bounce houses, jousting, uh, dunk tank, um, lights to go around the tent, side walls to enclose it, uh, various different table sizes, uh, banquet tables, uh, round tables, cocktail tables. Um, I have a volleyball net, projector screen, um, you know, and again, like I said, each year I'm trying to accumulate more assets. Um, so, I mean, for those of you listening, if, uh, you know, there's something that you're in need of and, you know, I'm, I'm willing to invest into it to uh, to accommodate, um, you know, if, the, if there's that need because I yeah. am a growing company. So, yeah. What's what's the latest piece of inventory that you've added to the repertoire? The, uh, the jousting is, is the newest. Yeah. yeah. It uh, It's like a big octagon, uh, the two uh, Benjamins. Yeah. Pe- pedestals pedestals, pedestals yeah. on it with yeah. like the q-tip looking things yeah, yeah uh yeah it's very fun it's definitely a hit you know uh for the older kids usually the bounce house is for like the younger kids and yeah. you know we start the end of the teenagers the kids they want to beat each other up and everything's so. a la carte they get the tent and then they can just add on these different ancillary yeah i mean yeah. i get customers that get just you know tents i get customers that some just want chairs some just want tables and chairs um I mean, I'm really accommodating, Um, you know, there's really not one job that's too big or one job that's too small. Um, You know, I do have a minimum and and depending on how far the distance I travel, but... uh, Why don't don't we talk about that a little bit? How, you know, where's home base and how far are you willing to travel for the services? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my office is in East Long Meadow um, at the house and uh, my storage facility is in Springfield. I'm renting a spot right down the street from your office here. Okay. so that's where I store everything, and uh, you know that's like the core of my business. Um, you know, being that I started it, you know, middle school, high school, a lot of a lot of my clientele is uh, is uh, the graduation parties. Okay. So um, my my core is in East Lawn Meadow, you know, yep. Lawn Meadow, Springfield, the surrounding areas. Um, but as you know, I grow my network. Um, you know, it's 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 expanding. Um, so I mean, as far as the tents go, I'll, I'll pretty much travel anywhere. Um, distance isn't really a matter. Um, but if it does exceed that 10 to 15 mile mark, then, uh, there might be a delivery charge on yep. top of that. Um, but as far as like, if you're in town, Long Meadow, East Long Meadow, Springfield area, you know, within that 10 mile, 15 mile range of, of Springfield, then, uh, the, the prices you see on my website is, it is what it is. So if you're getting a 20 by 20, uh, 
canopy tent that's $150. That's going to include me coming to set it up and take it down. And uh, I typically set it up the day before and take it down the following day. So you've got it for about 24 hours as a customer. That, that's at, what that price at, is for. At least, yeah. 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 Um, anything, a uh, piece of inventory that you've got your eye on, the next purchase, something that you know you keep hearing requests for and might be time to invest in it? Um, I mean, I'm really looking to get into uh, the bigger tents. Okay. You know, the like... 40 by 60s, 40 by 100s. Okay. Um, you know, I can, so I can start doing more like the the weddings or like colleges and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously that, that tent is a nice, pretty, <laughs> pretty penny. Change. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just working my way up there and, uh, you know, building that clientele and that net worth. Um, yeah. So, you know. Uh, How about mis- biggest misconception about the, uh, the tent industry? Um, the tent industry misconception i would say uh i know a lot of people get nervous about having like a, a big event that uh you know a tent guy is not gonna come through especially not being a uh a well-known name yet yep. you know uh, that people might think that it's kind of like a fly-by-night company and that yeah. you know even if they do book with me and give me a deposit you know they might think oh is he gonna come through yeah um I find that that's a misconception that I've had that I'm, you know, overcoming, you know, yep. obviously a 14 year old kid you're renting a tent from, you know, yep. is, is he going to, is he going to pull through his right, right. license to get it there? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I pride myself on, uh, on following through with what I say I'm going to do, um, and not letting any obstacle like hold me back. So, uh, you know, if I say I'm going to be there and set it up the day before, you know, at this time or this window of time, and then you could count on me to be there. Um, I know I personally have hired you for a company party that we did, and you were there on time, and the tent was great. Yeah. <laughs> so um, any anybody ever concerned that these tents are going to blow over or anything like that? Yeah. Do people worry yeah, about that? De- or? That's definitely another concern as well, yeah. um, especially you, you've seen in the news, uh, you know, the past few years ago, uh, you know, some bounce houses were, were blowing away. People were setting them up on the beach and not even staking them in the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, so that that's kind of like a... Not, not not a good look for uh, <laughs> yeah. people in the industry but um have you ever had one blow away for any reason no and no. all, all the years i've been doing tents um i mean i had had to do some adjustments sure. on, on some tents like that uh you know after a huge windstorm like for instance the one we had last night yep uh windstorm like that you know you might have to go you know do some adjusting but um i have i have a uh, three foot metal stakes that I bang into the ground, you know, two feet into the ground, you know, two and a half feet. This thing's not moving. Yeah. That's, that, the tent's not going anywhere. It's been up in uh, some pretty hectic winds. So how about typical time that it takes you? So, you know, you're just doing normal, you know, I don't know, 20 by 40 tent, some tables and chairs. How long are you getting there on site to set it all up before you're out of there? Yeah. So a typical party for doing a 20 by 40 tent, say uh, 10 or 12 tables and like about 100 chairs, uh, you know, from when we pull up to when we leave, it could be about like an hour and a half to two hours, depending on, you know, where exactly on the property the tent is going. Um, so have you hit a, a sprinkler head or anything yet? I have. <laughs> yeah. I have. Yes. Um, but, you know, I try to write the wrong and uh yeah. fix it get someone in there to take care of it yeah um you know we try to avoid it as much as possible but it happens it's one of those things yeah they just yeah. can't avoid yeah yeah i mean that's that's all you can do right you hit a line or something and you got your guy on on call that can come out and fix it and you know i, I think a customer is going to 
under, be understanding as long as you've got a way to. Uh, yeah, yeah. To mistakes fix. happen as long as you right the wrong. I mean, yeah. You know, I've done that, uh, and you know, the next year the customer called me back, and this year was joking around about it. Don't hit my sprinkler line again. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, it happens, but it's uh, what you do with the mistake afterwards. Yeah. So listen, a ton of great information. Um, If people have additional questions about tents, about the inventory that you have, I know you mentioned a website. So how how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, the best way to to look at all my my pricing and inventory is to go on my website. It's uh, rentatentmass.com. Just rentatentmass.com. Um, that has a list of all my all my inventory prices and everything. Um, if you want to call me directly, my phone number is 413-306-1543. That's uh, 413-306-1543. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Awesome, um, man. So. Listen, everybody, if you have any real estate-related questions and you want to get a hold of me or my team, if you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing, 413-998-7466. We'll be right back with Marco Basile from Rent-A-Tent. Hi, from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers, offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back, everyone. It's Steve Ravithis. This is your real estate resource. And today we are talking with Marco Basile from rent Welcome back, Marco. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Hey, um, listen, in the break, we were talking about the different types of tents. I didn't even kind of realize there was a difference. So you were talking to me about canopy versus frame. Let's, let's kind of educate the listeners about the difference in tents there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, canopy tent is uh, the general tent that you see around, um, you know, most most uh, events that you go to uh, different fairs and whatnot. Um, you know, that that tent is uh, is staked into the ground and the tension from the, the ropes or the straps is what's actually holding the tent up. Um, you know, so you have you have the canvas itself, you have the poles, 
the uh, the straps and the stakes. So without the straps in the and the stakes, then that tent can't can't stay up. Okay. Um, whereas the uh, the frame tent, it's an actual frame that you you know you you put together. Um, so you you construct this frame out of metal metal poles, and uh, you put the canvas on top of that, and then you lift that up, and it's kind of like a freestanding tent. Um, now you still stake that down or, or use uh, water drums to, to weigh it down so it doesn't blow away. Yep. But the difference is between the uh, canopy and the frame is that you know the the, the frame could get set up on a hard surface. So uh, that's your 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 parking lot, your driveway, your patio. Um, whereas the canopy tent, you know, you you need to stake it in. So unless you want me putting holes in, right. in your uh, concrete driveway or yep. you know your your uh, your parking lot. You know you're gonna want to go with the frame tent, um, whereas the canopy can go out in the middle of the field and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, so that's really the difference between the two, and in the space as well. Um, a canopy tent has poles in the middle of it that like actually lift the tent up in the middle. Yep. Um, whereas the frame tent, there's no center poles. You know, so it's kind of there's more area to move in around middle. in the middle. Yeah. Gotcha. How about just sizes and capacities? Like I, I you know. You're talking about sizes of tents. What is that actually going to hold? So somebody's throwing a, a backyard barbecue. They expect 20 people. What do they need versus a graduation party with 50 people, et cetera? Yeah, that's yeah, a good question. So, um, I mean, it all depends on, you know, obviously the volume of people that you're going to be having there, um, how many people you expect to be sitting. Um, if, if you're going to be having a dance floor under the tent, um, you know, just other rooms for activities, whether it be, a, a, you know, you want a table for all the food under the tent, um, so if you're going to be having 20 people on, under the tent sitting down and you want to put the food under there too, a couple of banquet tables, um, I would probably recommend a 20 by 20 tent, 20 by 30 tent. Uh, again, depending on how much room you want underneath there. Yep. Um, you know, it might be a, a nice day and it's not going to be raining and, you know, you want to go with a 20 by 20 tent. You don't need the extra 10, 10 feet. Yep. Um, you know, because you're not really going to be under the tent, maybe just for, for, for shade. For shade, yep. Um, you know, whereas it might be a rainy day, you might want that extra, you know, 10, 10 20 feet of extra space to, to stay dry and, and still be outside. Um, so, I mean, depending on the, the amount of people you're going to have sitting um, and what else you're going to be putting underneath the tent, um, as far as like a, a table for food, a table for gifts, a dance floor, a DJ, what, whatever it might be. So, uh you just have you to know. work with each client depending on what they're trying to do underneath there yeah. and then tell them, hey, with what's remaining, we can get 20 people seated, 40 people seated, et cetera. Yeah. So it's really, yeah, it's really like kind of getting in depth with the customer and, and finding out like exactly what's going to be going on right. at the party, yep. um, you know, and, and, and going from there again, like the amount of people, if, if there's going to be a bar under there, the, the food, the DJ, whatever. Right. So like, again, it's a little bit different each party, um, but yeah. We we talked about um, the the hitting of a uh, sprinkler before. Any other worries that you know as far as lawn damage? You know, I know that's going to be obviously pretty rare that you're going to hit a sprinkler line. But anything else? Like, is there going to be any remnants of of your tents there when uh, when it's all said and done? Uh, yeah, not not so much. Um, as far as the, the sprinkler lines go, um, you know, we try our best to avoid them. Um, you know, that's one of the first questions we ask. Uh, you know, when we show up to the property is, uh, you know, can we turn on the sprinklers, try to mark the heads and, and see where the lines go. Okay. Uh, some customers even have a map of where the lines go. So that's, so that's awesome. 
Um, but, uh, you know, calling dig safe if, if we're doing it in, in a parking lot or in, you know, in a front yard or something that's like questionable, like where some lines might be. Yep. That's definitely a go to. Um, but I mean, as far as like damage to like the property or the grass itself, the landscape, um, it's very minimal damage. Um, I would say the most that you're going to get is uh, if you do like a bounce house or like the jousting, because it's such like a big surface area, yep. you know, and it's going to pat the grass down. And, you know, we put a tarp down underneath the, the bounce house or the jousting. So it kind of protects uh, the, 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 the material of the okay. the bounce house. Um, so, I mean, if that's up for, for a couple of days, you know, you might get a little browning of the grass or whatever, and it's going to be patted down. But, I mean, typically that springs right back. Um, you know, we water it, mow it over, and, you know, it'll be good, it'll be good to go. So I'll give you a little chance to kind of upsell some of your little ancillary uh, pieces. What what would you say, you know, if somebody's doing the graduation party or they're doing the, the kids party or they're doing a, you know, sweet 16, what are some of the different things that you have that kind of work well with each one of those? Yeah. Yeah. So we touched based about the, uh, the, uh, the bounce houses, the jousting, the dunk tank, um, you know, the volleyball net projector screen. Um, and again, I'm trying to accumulate more assets as time goes on. But, uh, you know, typically for the younger, younger kids, elementary school, middle school, um, I find that a lot of my customers are, are getting the bounce houses. Um, and, you know, one of my bounce houses, it's got uh, two basketball hoops inside of it. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty big. They're 15 by 15 by 15. Um, so it's a, it's a fairly big unit and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of room in there that you could have like a three on three basketball game with some little okay. kids in there. Um, so that's, so that's great for like the, the younger kids. Um, when you start getting into like the, the high school graduations and whatnot, I find that, um, the, the jousting is, is a, is a, is a go-to, yep. um, you know, cause you got those, uh, those teenage boys that got all the aggression that need <laughs> yeah. to get out. So, uh, beating each other up with those, uh, Q-tips is always a, a go-to, um, so, uh, you know, that, that, that's definitely a, a, a big seller there. Um, the, the projector is also good. I find that, uh, you know, I, I rent that out with, uh, graduation parties. Um, I find that, you know, some parents, they, they like to show a clip of, you know, their kids progressing from when they were a kid to, to where they are now. Yep. So they'll just have like a, a lapse of, uh, you know, pictures going from their whole childhood, uh, you know, to their senior year of high school or college, uh, just playing throughout the whole the, throughout the whole event. Um, so, so that that's another cool uh, little thing that I rent out. Um, the dunk tank, I mean, that's kind of like a, every age group is good for that. Yeah. You know, uh, who doesn't want to throw their friend into a, a big tank of water? You know, so uh, that that goes with pretty much every age group. Um, but yeah, I mean, the sidewalls, the lights, uh, just all, all other stuff that. Uh, you know, I rent out. So. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, listen, man, you, you've had a lot of success with this thing, kind of starting off, not taking any business classes or anything like that, just kind of figuring it out. And I think you've done an amazing job at that. What would you say has been the uh, the biggest part of or, or reason for your success? Um, I would say perseverance. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, difficult situations that arise when, when you're a business owner. You know, just uh, unforeseen, um, you know, just so much stuff that goes on. And, and at times it can be challenging, um, but you just don't quit. You know what I mean? Just just keep on persevering and, uh, you know, know, know that you're on a mission to, to reach your goal. And uh, you can't let any obstacle get in your way. Um, 
you know, as much as you try to plan and, and set stuff up, I mean, there's always something that's going to arise, some, some problem that you're not going to see or whatnot that you just have to figure out a way to overcome it. Um, so, yeah, just consistency and persistence. Growing up in the area, what are you guys doing to, to give back to the local community? Yeah, I mean, I, I love giving back. Uh, I actually just donated a couple tents to the fishing derby they just brought back. It was East Lawn Meadows' 125th anniversary. Oh, cool. And, uh, you know, I saw an ad in the reminder. They're looking for uh, for donations. And uh, once I saw that, I jumped on the opportunity because uh, the fishing derby hasn't been around in, in a few years. And I remember as a kid, I used to go. Um, so I thought, what a great opportunity to give back, you know. So I, uh, you know, I made the call to the Lions Club and told them I wanted to donate some tents, tables, and, and chairs and whatnot. And they, uh, you know, they love to have me. And I actually uh, went there and I donated a bunch of worms as well. Uh, I went out to, uh, you know, local sporting goods in the area and bought a couple hundred worms and uh, just handed them out as well. Uh, so, I mean, I, any any way I could give back, I, I would love to. Um, you know, that, I mean, that goes with, like, coaching as well, you know, coaching the high school wrestling team. Um, I find that that helped helped me with my character building and you know the my mindset about like persevering and whatnot. Um, you know, so being able to give back to the community in any aspect I can, I, I I'm definitely all for that. Yeah, I um, I just that the fishing derby just came back to my town and I got to bring my son. I'm, I I don't know anything about fishing. I went with somebody that did, and within a few minutes he caught a fish. And I mean, it was just a great experience for the kids. So commend you for for getting back and giving back and getting that uh, fishing derby back up because it's it's definitely pretty cool um absolutely i'll leave you kind of with the last thing what about just building this team i know we've got a crew now for those people that are starting out in business maybe got to make their first hire kind of any recommendations there about about building a team yeah i would say uh attitude the attitude in the uh and the employee is definitely the biggest thing um you know I want people on my team who, who want to be there, um, who really enjoy what they're doing and are passionate about it. Um, you know, no one wants that like bad egg that's kind of like kind of spoil the whole the whole group. So, uh, you know, definitely I want I want I want my guys to be excited to come to work on Monday. Yeah. You know, not excited for Friday because they're getting paid. Um, so just again, like trying to find that person with that right attitude uh, and that right mindset can uh, really drive the team. And, and, and it also pushes me too. you know. Uh, I spend more time with, with these guys than I do my family now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't want people who are going to drag me down. I want people who are going to help lift me up. So, uh, you know, that, that attitude is uh, really something that I, that I look for. Yeah, I, I think uh, culture is so uh, undervalued as part of a business. You think you just need all these worker bees, but culture is a big deal. So, mm. listen, we're trying to wrap it up here before the end of the show. Quickly, if people have additional questions, want to, you know, call you guys for work, what's the best way to get in touch? Best way to get in touch with me is my phone number. It's uh, 413-306-1543. That's uh, 413-306-1543. Um, that's the best way to contact me personally. If you were looking to look at my work, uh, rentatentmass.com uh, has uh, my, all my inventory um, on there. And you could look at my, uh, my Instagram page as well. Awesome, man. Marco, thanks so much for being on the show. Guys, if you have additional questions, real estate related, 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource.